0: Hi, I'm Monica Sancio, Vegan Fit. As you can tell from my voice, I'm super excited, enthusiastic, and really grateful to be here in this moment just sharing with you something that I read last week, and I was so interested in knowing more about it. It is by Dr. Brady Salcido on medium and it is the best type of workout for your brain because I'm always telling you, hey, you got to train physically in order to prevent Alzheimer's and to just be more focused, more clear, more refreshed, rejuvenated, you know, renewal of our mind is very important in this time and age, especially because we're kind of addicted to our... You know, smartphones that don't make us so smart. Well, that's another theme for another day. But the point is, seriously, let's exercise in order to make our brain more effective, more efficient, and definitely more healthy. Okay, so I'm going to read you this. And uh, it may be kind of long, but you're going to like it, I think. And, you know, I want to kind of open your mind towards this uh, area of knowledge that I'm so interested in because I'm a scientist, originally a biologist. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't know anything. And that's one of the things that we realize as we progress in our evolution, in our even in our education, is that the more we know, the less we know or the more that we realize that we don't know very much but still okay let's see what we do know okay the best type of workout for your brain it goes without saying that exercise improves brain function through a number of factors including stimulating angiogenesis which is the creation of new blood vessels neurogenesis creating of new neurons synaptogenesis or would it be synaptogenesis i think there's an e missing well we can check that later okay creating new synapses and production of brain growth factors called neutrophins or neutrophins one of the hallmark neutrophins that has been well studied is called brain derived neurotrophic factor bdnf bdnf is a protein that has been touted as miracle grow for the brain by harvard psychiatrist john Ratey. Rady, MD. BDNF is known to not only stimulate the growth and differentiation of new neurons, but it has also been shown to support and preserve the survival of existing neurons and neuronal pathways. Would you say neuronal? You see, I'm correcting myself, but I've just got it flow with it right you know the pathways of the neurons neuronal or neuronal you know what sometimes people pronounce it differently we'll look it up later you got my message anyway let's continue with the article which is super interesting according to dr Brand Courtwright, an expert in neurogenesis 60 to 70 percent of new neurons that are formed via neurogenesis get removed before they can become integrated into our neural network BDNF plays a major role in helping preserve these newly forming neurons. One study also showed BDNF can even help turn white fat into metabolically enhancing brown fat. Just another reason to live a neuro lifestyle. You can also burn fat at the same time. Much study and research is being dedicated to discovering methods that help promote neurogenesis and production of BDNF to not just stimulate growth of new neurons or brain cells, but also to preserve them. At the forefront of the debate has been exercise and, in particular, which type of exercise is best at promoting brain health. Any type of exercise is beneficial in its own right, but certain types of exercise can help the brain become more resilient, adaptable, and powerful through the benefits listed above. This can also lead to increased memory, increased cognition, increased learning abilities, less depression, less anxiety Anxiety and better resiliency to stress in all its forms. Exercise in its brain and brain. (laughs) Oh oh my goodness. Okay, can I keep going? Let me just take a break. Maybe I'll take a sip of water because, you know, it's kind of dense and the brain cells and I was just doing some yoga upside down, which is funny because sometimes people ask me if I'm a bat, if I sleep upside down. Mm. You know, and that's another theme for maybe another podcast in which I'm going to, prove to you that you don't have to be a morning person in order to be effective, in order to be successful. You just have to be aware of who you are and where you operate the best and what is most natural and authentic and basically, you know, effective for you. So back to the brain, because I do a lot of hacks like, you know, I'll stand on my head if I'm not feeling so clear and focused. You know, sometimes we get kind of overwhelmed or maybe, you know, kind of fuzzy, or, you know, just a little distracted, so I was on my head before recording this, and that's why I feel so pretty good. (laughs) Very good. Anyway, so I took a little break, and now I'm back to the article. Let's see, and let's read this part. Exercise and your brain. A Hallmark's Harvard study Don't. Oh my goodness, you see? I made a mistake again. That's okay. Just keep on going, which is why I always tell you, be perseverant. That means... You may make a mistake, you may get beaten down, you may get hit, you may have some pain, but guess what? You get up and you do it again. Just like in sports and athletics, I was very lucky to have taken ballet and swimming and uh, gymnastics and then I did aerobics and competitions. I was pretty good at that and I won five years in a row basically anyways uh, what I'm saying is that I sometimes have to really remind myself but mostly since I'm doing this for you I'm inspired by you I want you to know that I'm just as human as you are and that whether it's exercise business whatever it is we just have to go at it again with a new attitude a new technique a little bit a little tweak for instance I stop myself I take a break like I did and just say you know what This may seem a little complicated to read, but it's not. It's just a matter of, okay, Monica, breathe. Let me practice that affirmation. Mm, You know that one too? Okay, why am I so relaxed? Okay, so I'll continue and coach myself, train myself to just keep going, even if I made a mistake. And that's one of the things that... I want to remind you of okay so that you know even right now that I didn't stop the whole thing I used to delete the whole micro you know it's like okay you're gonna delete six minutes because you made a mistake for five seconds and so I'm learning to just go along with it for the ride and for my audience hopefully it's you and all your friends that you're gonna to invite to subscribe to this podcast that are gonna be enjoying my I would say Uh, let's see, human experience, okay, because I do make mistakes, okay, and that is part of the growth process, and maybe I'm never going to be perfect, but I'm definitely definitely making progress in that, especially in the sense of coaching myself to keep going, even when the going gets rough, even when I stumble and fall, whatever it is, okay, so that's a really good lesson right there, let's keep going because you deserve all this great information for a few more minutes and then i'll just give you the reference this is from medium.com by dr brady salcito the best type of workout for your brain and hopefully you can find it i'm sure you can you could even uh, go on twitter and find this doctor and he has amazing articles including the one on sleep and coffee and he also recommends coffee and i just felt really connected to this article so that's why i'm here reading it to you and let's keep going okay okay this is the third time it's got to work exercise in your brain a hallmark harvard study done on rats hopefully those rats were not mistreated please i hope they were kind otherwise maybe that's why i didn't want to read this part <laughs> okay that was me that was a parentheses. So, a hallmark Harvard study showed that aerobic exercise had the most profound effect on neurogenesis and production of BDNF compared to high-intensity training and resistance training. Aerobic, or, yeah... or cardiovascular exercise would include lower to moderate level intensity exercises like running, rowing, walking, and biking. The study reported that the more miles the rats ran, the greater levels of BDNF were produced. It seemed that high intensity training HIIT did not have the same effect in the study and the lead authors speculated that HIIT may be too physiologically draining on the body. Wow. On the other hand, multiple studies have demonstrated the profound BDNF promoting effects of HIIT. The key, according to Dr. Rady, is to do as much as possible in the quickest amount of time. One particular study also showed a 20% improvement in learning ability. Who doesn't want that? On top of increased BDNF, there was also an increase in catecholamines. Do you see? Dop- dopamine, epinephrine, and norepinephrine. Okay. You see? Got to pronounce that. But that's funny, you know? That's really interesting. Catecholamines. Oh, my God. That reminds me of everything I studied in biology. Yeah. Dopamine, and epinephrine. Okay. You know. It's really important. We're talking about uh, stress and it's... Um, Uh, management. Okay, in both cases, resistance training did not show considerable elevation of BDNF. Bicep curls make your arms look good, but the data shows that unfortunately, they don't do much for your brain. uh, Now, does that mean you shouldn't do any resistance training? No! Resistance training, oh my goodness, you see, I'm gonna have to stop at this because I may need some exercise myself resistance training has many benefits for your overall health and should be included whether in your HIIT training or as a standalone workout. So what should you do? It would seem from the research that a well-rounded exercise routine that is predominantly a combination of HIIT and aerobic training is best suited for a neuro-enhancing lifestyle. If you're a runner, try adding in some HIIT, sprinting, crossfit, Tabata, Orange Theory, a few days a week and see what you notice. If you are someone who only does HIIT, you may find that including some aerobic exercise can help boost your recovery and increase your work capacity. And then he goes on to explain about his own experience and some other factors that enhance your brain workout. So, no excuses not to do some cardio with HIT and fantastic night, day, dawn, afternoon, whenever you're listening. I totally appreciate you. Like I said, I do this for you because, um, yeah. I can't lie to you. You are my why right now. And in this moment, I'm just grateful. And thank you so much in advance for sharing this podcast with whomever you want to motivate to energize them to be fit, healthy, happy, and free. And thank you in advance for something that I would truly love is a review. And little by little, we're going to be more connected, communicated, and check the links below. And thank you. Thank you. Remember... Be consistent in your exercise, nutrition, and positive attitude. Number two, listen to your body. And number three, be perseverant, like I said. No matter how many times you fall, you get up one more time. Love you so much. Love and light, kisses and hugs. Bye for now. You see? You got to learn. Every day we are learning. So I was reviewing the pronunciation of catecholamine. And yes, catecholamine is a monoamine, an organic compound that has a catechol and a side chain amine. And it's interesting because the catecholamines are, this is a review of my biology, they are neurotransmitters which transmit signals through your nervous system, as well as hormones, which transmit signals from your blood to your organs and tissues. Three of the most recognizable catecholamines are epinephrine, a.k.a. adrenaline, right? Norepinephrine and dopamine. Okay, now I gotta check epinephrine. Yeah, epinephrine. I think I said it right. Anyways, always be learning, always be curious, always be growing. Okay, bye.